Hello, everyone. Uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. But uh, happy late Easter. Hope if you celebrated Easter, you had a good time. If not, you got the day off and got to relax. Um, when I was younger and I worked in retail, I didn't really celebrate Easter that much. But I loved it because I got paid. And I didn't have to work on Sunday. So I could party on Saturday. Um... I just want to say again, thank you for everyone for listening to my podcast. I got the analytics back from Anchor. I cannot believe how many Canadians, Brazilians, Swiss, Brits, and people around the world are listening to my podcast. I cannot believe it. I never thought it would go that far. I can't believe how it's growing. I appreciate it. It's like a dream come true. You know, off my bucket list, but I have really grown to enjoy my podcast. I've always been very vocal and I like talking and it's always been good to. It's always been my best way to express myself and get like things off my chest. Very cathartic. So. Some of the topics I wanted to talk about today was. um, This is kind of like a big one for me, but. Whoever said don't ever meet your heroes because they'll disappoint you wasn't fucking kidding. They do. Um, I've been very fortunate throughout my life to get to meet a lot of stars and pro players. I think I have to say some of the people I've met, I'm not, they're not my heroes or I don't really care to meet them. They're just either in the room with me or they were around me. I'll give you, for example, one of my friends in high school used to work for the 49ers. His brother worked for the 49ers, and then he took over his brother's job during high school. He was like a equipment manager assistant or something like that. So I got to meet like Jerry Rice from the Niners. I got to see Steve Young, Will Skurback, a couple of defensive linemen, offensive linemen. I didn't really know the Niners. I've never been a San Francisco 49er fan. Probably... That is the one team I hate or I despise next to the Raiders. I don't, but as I've gotten older, I don't really hate them. They're just not my teams. Arizona Cardinals are my team. Aside from that, um, so I met a lot of players and just they just kind of been disappointed, disappointing to me. And I'll give you a perfect example. The reason I'm not a very big Jerry Rice fan is I remember back my freshman year of high school. They had like a charity basketball game at my school, and the big star that came was Jerry Rice. Maybe Harris Barton was there too. This is like 89, 90. So it was an old team. So, you know, they came and they, I forgot, they played like the teachers or they played some like jabronis uh, in a basketball charity game. So I got to sit behind Jerry Rice and probably like two rows behind him and then the first row was a bunch of the kids like maybe 9, 10, 11, 12 and these kids were so excited to see Jerry Rice and they're like oh my god Jerry Rice Jerry Rice this motherfucker did not acknowledge him look at them or anything he was so I don't know if he was like in his glory day like in his glory he's like oh my god I'm playing basketball and he was dunking or he thought he was the shit you know a lot of I would say a lot of ego and these little kids just wanted to say hi to him. And they he would just not even look at them. He would not even acknowledge them. So the minute the game was over, he dunked. 
Everybody cheered. He ran out the door. Like, ran out the door. Not even said bye, thank you, nothing. Just ran out the door. And these little kids were, like, kind of disappointed. So, ever since that day, um, I hated that motherfucker. And I ran into him later in my life in many different places. And I can't really go into <laughs> what I saw or what I heard. Because, you know, I don't want to get sued or I don't want any, like, allegations. But allegedly, let's say that I saw a lot of things and I heard a lot of things and I just never thought he was a good guy. And then, like I said, I've always run into him in different ways. One of my friends, I think, dated, like, a friend of his or something. And it was just all around. But anyway, that's why I hate Jerry Rice. Ever since that day... I always like kind of punk him. Like I'll 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 say shit to him. Like he got caught in like a massage parlor in San Francisco. I remember that story. And every time I see him, I'm like, "Hey, do you know any good places to get a massage in San Francisco?" <laughs> I do that shit to him all the time, just to just just to mess with him because I just don't like him. But I just that is like a rambunctious story. It is a true story. I swear to God. I'll see if I can find the picture. I might have one or two. But anyway, so, like, that's just an example of, like, you know, don't meet your heroes because they disappoint you. I I think, like, I met Ric Flair, you know, NWA wrestling, pro wrestler, awesome guy. But when I saw him, very disappointing. I saw a shell of a man. And then after maybe a year, I saw his documentary on ESPN and, man, I could see why he is who he is. But it's kind of sad because... The persona he was when I was a child, and he was like a wrestler in the 80s, man. Woo! Woo! Slick Rick was not who I met. I met Richard Flair, not Ric Flair, not the man. I met Shaq. Shaq was a really nice, cool guy. But but the heroes I talk, I'm, I'm more talking about is the people that I look up to. And um, about two years ago, I think, well, I hope he doesn't get mad, but my volleyball coach told me like I've always admired my volleyball coach I always thought he was a he's a great man nice person everybody loves him you know he's just a a a genuine nice person I I've met maybe a handful of genuinely nice outgoing giving people in my life and he is one of them the problem that I have is he told me a couple things about himself and things that he was dealing with and it kind of just shattered my image about him because I always looked up to him and, you know, I kind of wanted to emulate him like, hey, I got to be a better person in the sense I want to be nicer to people. I don't have to be negative. I don't have to tear people down. But, um, yeah, it's kind of sad and disappointing, like the things he told me about himself. And the reason I'm not sharing it right now is because I might have him on the podcast and I want him to talk about it. But, you know... And when I heard that about him, I all I could think of was like, wow, you're fucking weak. And one thing I have to disclose is I hate weakness. I think it comes from me being weak in certain areas, especially when I was younger. And the reason I think that where that stems from, I know, is because when I was young, like I said before in my podcast, I, I saw war. I was in war as a child. And I saw a lot of people stand by and do nothing to help the less fortunate people that couldn't defend themselves people that could do nothing they were powerless 
and other people turned their back, didn't want to get involved, or didn't do jack shit. And I, as a child, that always, like, just something in me just fucking bugged the shit out of me. I hated it. I despise it. So I promised myself when I was older that I would have muscles, which I do, become a fighter or a martial artist or someone that can defend myself and defend others. Because if I see someone in trouble, I want to help. I am not the kind of person that will run away. You know, I've talked about this before, the flight or fight. And get what? guess what? Get ready to fight because I'm not backing down. And it's not an ego and it's not a macho thing. It's just a, I can't stand that weakness. And, you know, I've dealt with my weaknesses too. I have my own weaknesses. Don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. But I've shored them up a little bit. I've worked on them. You know, I got my confidence up in many different ways. But we all suffer from that. But anyway, going back to it. So I love this guy. I'm going to see him. It was, the funny thing is I was thinking about him for the past two weeks and then I was going to call him, but I just, you know, life happened and I got really busy. Um, He called me and I was like, what the fuck? He's all, hey, it's me. I'm like, oh my God, Cap, I've been dying to talk to you. I'm glad you called. He said the same thing too. He said, I haven't seen you in a long time. Um, Let's get together. I want to talk to you. And I said, perfect, because I want to talk to you. And the reason I want to talk to him is because I have a lot of questions. We... Every time I saw him, we were at a tournament or, you know what? I didn't have the guts to call him and ask him questions. And he's always a busy person. But aside from that, I just didn't have the guts to call him and ask him the questions I want to ask him. Uh, I don't know if I wasn't strong enough. I didn't want to hear the truth or, um, I don't know. I, I really have no excuse. And he hasn't done anything illegal or anything. Uh, he just battles his own demons and... I can't believe that his demons... He hit him really well, but wow. I just can't believe that he is who he is. And he has his demons. And I'm kind of curious to see how he copes with that. And I think he told me... The one thing I could talk about is he did say he became an alcoholic. Functioning alcoholic. But I it just kind of tore my life. And it didn't tear my life. It just kind of tore like an innocent part of me down. Because I met him when I was 18. I'm in my early 40s now. I met him when I was 18 and I just looked up to him because he was such a good man. And he's still a good man. But just hearing these other things, I'm just like, wow. You know, and I've always wanted to have a deeper relationship. We have a really good relationship, but I always wanted to have a really close relationship. Not like a father figure, but like a mentor. But I just, I was young and stupid and crazy and he was busy with his life. And I just never reached out. I was too proud. I was too scared. You know how you are at that age. You don't want to admit weakness, as I was talking about earlier. And then the other one, I have a lot of disappointments. <laughs> but um, the other one is my fighting instructor. And the thing is, I do jiu-jitsu, Krav Maga, MMA guns, knives, sticks, I do everything. Um if you met my instructor, he is enthusiastic. He is he'll pump you up. He's a great guy. I am so afraid of him. If I had if I ever fucked with him, whew, I am so afraid of him. He would dismantle me within seconds. I kid you not. 
um, even at his age, he's like 67, 68, motherfucker is dangerous. Oh my god. But, aside from that, incredible man, good guy, I know him fairly well, I don't know him like 100%, you know, but um, a couple things have gone down in our in our gym and he's in charge of it and stuff. So it's been kind of crazy. Sorry about that. My phone, uh, my anchor app cut out. So I had to just redo this real quick. So, um, he's a great guy. I really like him a lot. Great instructor has motivated me, has conditioned me, has trained me so well. I kid you not. I am a different person when it comes to uh, fighting. I don't, doesn't mean I want to attack anybody, but if I have to defend myself, good luck to you and your body parts. But um, some things have gotten gone down in our gym, and he is our de facto leader. We all look up to him. And then I find out a lot of people got fired. A lot of people got let go. And instead of sticking up for them, he doesn't like confrontation at all, at all, which is like mind blowing to me because this is guy's the guy that trains us to be efficient killers for a better lack of term. We are elite killers, but he has no guts or balls to like say, Hey, that's my guy. I'm going to stick with him. You can't fire him. I mean, he owns part of the company, but still like he just doesn't like confrontation. He shies away from it. He ignores it. And it's just, it's so sad. And it it fucks with my mind because with me, with leaders, or with anybody that's in charge, I, I expect a, like a level of decorum and a level of balls, for a better lack of term. And when that is not there, you know, it really, it really upsets me because it, it's that weakness that I keep talking about. I fucking hate it. And and it's kind of crazy because here you're showing me how to be this amazing martial artist or fighter, whatever you want to call it. Elite killer. But at the same time, like when the chips are down, like you don't have my back. You don't have the back of the people that like support you. That to me, I I can't handle, and so I'm really contemplating leaving my my gym. I know enough to continue, and somewhere else, or if I really wanted to train a couple people, I can. I have no issue with it. Um, I'm certified. So, I talked to an, one of my favorite instructors, and she told me what happened and everything, and I was like, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I was like just this is the second person that has been let go at a high level that I regarded as a martial artist or a fighting system instructor that was top notch people liked them they were good instructors they knew their shit real life real life you know they have real life experience not just you know, in a gym, in a comfortable environment, they know their shit. They lived it. They were in the army. They're in the, they're officers in the police department. They have to fight to survive. So I respect them a lot. And then when I find out, and then, like I said, I was talking to this instructor and she told me what happened. I was like blown away, but it's, 
blown away in the sense that I already knew that he was like that because it happened with the other two people that I talked to about it. And that's when they told me, hey, he has, he doesn't like confrontation. He will like not do anything. And it's kind of sad because this guy's the guy that told me like, be the, be the man and be this and that. And then boom, nada, no support. And the funny thing is the first time the, the first time the person got one of the instructors got let go, I remember like he came and everything and my he came and everything and picked up his stuff and then you know was getting ready to go. Instead, my instructor saying, "You know what? Stay or let's work this out." In the sense of, I got your back. It's you know, he just kind of looked at him and said, "Oh, okay, take care, man. Glad you glad you're doing okay." I'm like, "Are you fucking serious? You know he got let go for some bullshit. He watched your back and you can't watch his back." So it just really irks the shit out of me. So I'm contemplating leaving the gym because I, I I don't know. Like, if I have your back, I have your back. Whether you're right or wrong, I will I will call you on your shit, but I will back you up. Now, if you did something fucking heinous, that's a whole different story. But at the same time, at least I have... I, I would support you or say, you know what? That's wrong. I can't support you and I'd give you a reason. I, at, least say, at least say it to your face. But to just be a coward like that, not not stand up for your people, I don't get it. And, and the thing is, he's the man. Without him, this whole shit crumbles. But because of no backbone, I don't know what to fucking call it besides that. It's it's sad. And you could tell the morale of the people there is not is not as high as it used to be. It's just kind of like a free-for-all. Before we had structure, we had discipline, and now it's like... So, I hate weakness. I hate weakness in people. It irks the shit out of me as I keep mentioning it over and over again. But that's how bad I hate it. So, that just, that, that, that story, that story I just found out last week from that instructor just brought back a lot of, like, you know, memories of all the bullshit people that are weak. You know, just just that weakness in general just gets to me. <sighs> so, don't meet your heroes. They'll disappoint you. Very badly. Yeah, that just has been on my mind for a while. It's been irking the shit out of me. I just needed to get it out. But, you know, I'm going to have to have a talk with my instructor. And just tell him how I feel. Whether he respects it or doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me. Like I said, I just need to let him know why I'm leaving. And I can't wait to talk to my volleyball coach. I just, I want to be there to support him. But I do want to just hear, like, I just want to tell him how I feel about certain things. And then, you know, I wish he would have told me. I could have helped him, supported him. You know, because that's the big part of it. And I've said that in all my podcasts. You know, if you have one friend that can support you, guide you, be there for you when your chips are down. You're not alone, and that can prevent a suicide, prevent you from making more mistakes, or just having someone to talk to that, you know, can understand you. It's, it's, it's sad. It's, it's sad these days how fragile mentally we, a bunch of, a bunch of people are. And the choices that they make, you know, 
I mean, I can understand probably in their day, they're a lot old. They're like in their 60s. You know, their time frame, people didn't talk. Everything was hush, hush. And, you know, shh, don't say that. You know, I even see my mom do that. Shh, don't talk about that. Shh, don't say that. You know, but, you know, we don't have, this generation doesn't have to deal with that. It It's more accepted to talk, to get some mental therapy or have someone to talk to. But just do something. Stop being weak. I think that's another part of it, too. Like, you know, I had to work on my weakness. I had, I, you know, I lost, this is gonna, this is like mediocre, but I've lost volleyball tournaments because of my weak mentality. I've passed up promotions. I didn't go after things. I didn't put my foot down because of that weakness. And I promised myself a long time ago that I would never, ever, ever settle, stoop, or let that control me. And thank God it hasn't. Has it gotten me in trouble? And maybe, you know, pissed off some people? Yeah. But you know what? At least I'm true to myself. And I can own my my faults. And at the same time, I prevented a lot of bullshit from happening because I said, nope, I'm not putting up with that. <sighs> what else? Hmm. Oh, yeah. If you want to leave a message for me, please go to my Twitter account. It is mindfulness podcast and with mindfulness with an s and my email is let me double check for you because i don't want to tell you the wrong thing it is mindfulnesscast at gmail.com mindfulness with one s podcast at gmail.com please leave your message comments any suggestions i'd love to hear from you thank you for supporting me um summer's almost here i can't wait oh yeah i was gonna talk about this too i'm doing the slim fast diet two shakes and a sensible dinner (laughs) i've lost 10 pounds in a week i my target goal is to lose about 20 25 pounds i'm going back to beach volleyball i want to play in a lot of tournaments um, I'm tired of my back hurting. I'm at like 230. I'm about 5'7". I'm, I'm at 230. I have a, I'm very muscular, but I got to get because I like to eat a lot of meat. So I could, And I drank so much soda. Like I used to stop. I didn't drink soda for a long time, and now I just started doing it again, which is bad for me. So I stopped doing it. Um, it's been working. You know, the, the reason I started this... Li- the reason I started the Slim Fast Diet is because all the other diets, to me, just I don't have the discipline for. And I haven't had a really big appetite for the past month or so. So I said, you know what, let me start the Slim Fast Diet. So I started it about two weeks ago. Lost about nine pounds. <sighs> you know, like I said, my goal is maybe get down to 200. I don't want to be super thinny. <laughs> super thinny. <laughs> super thin. I just want to be... I just want to like trim down my tone down my gut, you know. Um, I already have muscles. I just kind of want to tone up, just get a little tight, just so when I play sports, my body can take that much pounding. Um, I want to play football again. I've been doing jujitsu, and like I said, I train every day in Krav Maga, so it takes a pounding. 
So, you know, I don't know if anybody has any diet tips out there. Or if you want to try a diet, I, I just did the Slim Fast one because it's easy. It's a little cheaper. I didn't want to waste a lot of money. And I've seen a lot of people talk about diets on YouTube. I've been through so many diets. But all these people are, like, chiseled, like, tone perfection. I'm like... And then when I hear the anecdotes, they're like, yeah, I needed to lose five pounds. Oh, yeah, I needed to lose three pounds. You know, oh, I needed to lose ten pounds. So they're already in shape. They just want to tone up a little bit more. And I'm like, I can't I can't relate to that because that's not my body. And if I show you a body of... I'll, I'll put it on the... On the Twitter account. Uh, so you can see it. I'll show you a picture of me in great shape. And then me... Like, whatever. Ha- what happened to me. <laughs> That's the only way I could put it. Whatever, what happened to me. Um, and like I said, my Twitter account is at MindfulnessCast. With one S. MindfulnessCast. If you want to look at the pictures or leave a comment. Love it or hate it. If I put you to sleep, even better. At least it'll give you something to do. Um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Like I said, my friend that is a cop is coming on to have a conversation. One of my good friends from growing up with me. We're gonna we had while well, we we're out to lunch today. We're gonna he wants to do the podcast. I might bring back TT Man. Um, I made a song for him. It's called Mister Sensitive. He's gonna sing it in Tagalog because you know Filipino people like to uh, do karaoke with English. Li- <laughs> with English lyrics. <laughs> and then... Uh, who else is coming on? I don't know. I might have like a star. Since I told you I know a lot of people. But one thing at a time. Anyway. Hope to talk to you guys soon. Through email. Through the cast. Give me a call. You know how to get to me. You guys take care. Thank you for listening. Hey, this is just a postscript. Um, what I was speaking about earlier. I think another part of why I feel the way I feel about these two particular individuals is because I love and respect them, and as friends and as mentors. And I think like that's what makes me kind of disappointed. Like I just expect more from people, especially when you care about someone a lot. You know, even your friends. Look at your friends when they make bad decisions. You're like upset and mad, right? It's because you care. I think that's why I'm so passionate about like this topic with a lot of heroes or a lot of people you look up to because when they let you down, like you have to question where their motives right. What? Why did they do what they did? You know. And, and like I said, I'm not. And they didn't really do anything bad to me. I guess I'm just disappointed because I just expected more. I think when I see someone and I see like someone tells me, I gives me all this potential. And they do all this stuff. I expect more from them. So I hope that makes sense. Hey, everybody. Um, I'm really happy you guys liked Your Heroes Will Disappoint You. Um, just an update. So my volleyball coach is not talking to me any longer. He got really upset about the piece well, the podcast I did to him, I sent it to him, and uh, he took it the wrong way. Um, but it's kind of it's kind of sad, and it was kind of like, wow. So everything you told me you were, or everything you told me that you changed about yourself, was just a facade. And it's disappointing because, like, when I told him, "Hey, I'm not just talking about you; I'm talking about myself too." You know, we all 
fail in some way, shape, or form, or we don't know how to ask for help. And he just goes, like, one minute he's praising me for, he's all, oh, you're a good dad and you're a good man. And the next person goes, I don't think, I don't really think you're a really good dad. And I don't know how good of a man you are. I'm all, because I spoke the truth and told you how I felt. Or, you know, what my vision of it was. Or the way I perceived everything. So it was really interesting to me. And saddened at the time. Because it's someone that, you know, I I looked up to as a good person and and a good man. And I'm not saying that he isn't. But that just proved to me what I thought all along. It's someone's nice or good until you piss them off, you know. Instead of talking to me about it and, and you know, he just completely attacked me. And I said, okay, if that's how you feel, I understand. I didn't yell or scream at him, but, you know, I'm just like, wow, we can't talk about this after you said you've grown so much and you and you don't want to be like the your family. So it's, it's crazy, but, you know, it is what it is and <clears throat> it's the way he wants to handle it. So nothing's changed. And as for my other mentor, you know, he's a good guy. I don't think he's a bad person. I just, I don't know. I just, careful who you follow, you know. I, I, I just, I, I just, it's hard for me to understand how to, how, it's not, it's not, I don't know how to put it. I, I guess I'm just disappointed, you know. And I think that's why I always say, your heroes will disappoint you because everybody I've met ex- except one person was not what they per- perceived to be in public life or what they are behind closed doors. Only one person was. It's pretty solid. So that's just the update. Other than that, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad I didn't look up to a lot of people or didn't like idolize people like blindly because I think deep down inside I always knew the truth or I always knew like the pitfalls of it take care